0: Welcome to Quarantin in Quarantine, written and produced by Practical Fantasists. Episode 3 Time Cures All Ills.
1: As it befits a young lord to reflect on his days in solitude, but for the unwanted company that is beneath his mention, I, Lord Quarantine of Dahl, consider my reputation and my family name above all things. I, are you getting this, Susan? In
0: a moment, my lord. Would would you be so good as to hold that pose just a little longer? Your armor may weigh heavily upon you, but I'm almost finished stitching your likeness for the family tapestry. Although I'm a scribe, not a seamstress, and if all the needlewoman hadn't been stouted, I never would have had to take up embroidery on your behalf, Sir.
1: But, and you needle me all the time.
0: A service I consider above and beyond my usual duties. But I really can't finish your helmet plume if you keep moving, sir.
1: In these times of sickening, bowel-bending uncertainty, my chief concern should be my posterior.
0: You mean posterity?
1: No, presumptuous scribe, I really mean posterior.
0: Of course, sir. The family tapestry can wait.
1: Where's my chamber pot? Ah! Somebody, save me! Lord Corenta, you called! Stay back! Back, fiend!
0: Corenta, it's me, Brother Brannock, I swear!
1: Brother, I think I need an exorcism!
0: Oh! And what's finally brought you to that conclusion?
1: Look! Look into those beady eyes and tell me it's not a demon.
0: What?
2: What is the meaning of all this racket? Nolan, the stouts are upon us. Oh, for the love of God, tell me you haven't touched it. Of
1: course not. But look what it's doing. It keeps staring at me and baring its tiny teeth. Look, it's doing it again.
0: Lord Corintet, will you please stop trying to use me as a shield?
1: It's coming for me.
0: Quick, get a pot or a pan or something.
1: Do I look like a servant? I'm in full armor. True, sir. Ah! Ah! But that was my most magnificent plumed helm.
2: And now your most magnificent plumed helm is
0: also a stoat pen, sir. But... Would you rather have it back on your head? No, but... Come with me, Lord. Gently. If you still want that exorcism, just in case. Wait!
2: No one can leave this chamber lest we, too, become
0: stoats. Right, good point. To the window, then. (laughs) Gurren! Lafren! Lord Corintin has exposed himself to a stoat! What? Lord Corintin has caught a stoat! He's been turned into a stoat? No! We've caught a stoat! We just need a bit of time to sort things out. Take as long as you need. No, time. The herb. Do you mind also bringing me some incense, candles, a Bible or two, maybe some salt? And for the love of God, find the
3: Lord a chamber pot. We have
1: the pot. Thank God.
3: If you'd be so good as to clear the window, we'll throw the pot to you.
4: (laughs) Watch your
0: heads. Thank you. Through your efforts, Lord Quarantan is finding some relief. What are we going to do now? Rannick,
3: dear, shall we fetch you a plague, Doctor?
1: The friend, don't be silly. I feel fine. Look, still human.
3: Back, fiend! Don't wave your hands about
2: like that. You've been close to the beast. You, too, might be carrying it without knowing.
1: I would definitely know if I were carrying a stoat.
3: Carrying the pestilence, Lord Quarantan.
1: But I'm not. Anyway, you can only contract it if they bite you. I'm almost sure.
2: Almost counts only in horseshoes and unholy hand grenades, sir.
1: Right then, if you're so wise, why aren't you panicking?
2: Well, after a few werewolves, the odd vengeful ghost, and a giant frog with teeth on its tongue, I've simply come to accept that when I'm going to die, it won't be a fear, sir.
1: Huh, that is wise.
2: If the stoat is anything like a werewolf, there's a chance it might still recall its past.
0: But what are we going to do? We can't just interrogate the intruder in this state. None of us speak stoat, do we? Alas, it appears not. Lord Korontan, do you
2: have any idea why this creature made its way into your chambers?
1: Perhaps it wants revenge for that magnificent ermine-trimmed cloak of mine.
2: Well, we certainly can't rule out the possibility of an enemy. We'll have to see if we can get the stoat to identify itself. Could it
0: be a relative? There is a slight family resemblance.
1: Slight?
0: Then again, who else would seek to secrete themselves in your chamber? A few names suggest themselves.
1: We'll have to assume it's a relative.
0: Of course. If only there were a way that this stoat could show us his or her... Oh, she's nodding. It looks like her was right. Her true face.
1: Of course. If she's related to me, her likeness will be depicted on the family tapestry. She may be able to show us who she is. Assuming she's willing to be truthful. If we could take her there...
2: We cannot, in good faith, let the stoat leave this room.
0: But if we can't take the stoat to the tapestry, can we at least bring the tapestry to the stoat?
2: Not us. That will have to be a task for Lord Gurren and Lady Lafrenne.
1: Gurren, I need you. There's a tapestry hanging in the Northwest Passage. Bring us the tapestry and we'll see if the stoat recognizes herself. If this is not, as I suspect, an unholy hell creature, we may find out who it is.
4: My friend, my love, let us rescue that tapestry.
3: Of course. Our leisurely stroll beneath the lilac bower can wait. Let's go.
0: Now we wait. Together. In here. But can't we be isolated, well, by ourselves? I mean, apart? Best to keep an eye on each other,
2: brother. Just in case, no one and nothing is to leave this room. Except the contents of that chamber pot. Uh,
4: where is the Northwest Passage?
3: You know better than I. Didn't you used to spend all your time here?
4: Yeah, but there were some rooms I got to know better than, uh, others. Right. Like the kitchens. We need some time. Indeed. We have no time to waste on culinary escapades, my love.
3: No, time. The her... Herbrennic.
4: That fool, Quarantine. If our friends are transformed because of him, I...
3: It may well be that we are all transformed by each other before this ends. yes. Being
4: transformed into a stoat might be an improvement in Quarantan's case. But it's like the abbess said, the only way to protect our people from this plague is to hold out here for now, with Quarantan.
3: Honestly, Gurren, light of my life, you and Quarantan have a lot in common. You are both noble knights and clever with your swords. You both love a good party. But I like to think that I treat my friends
4: with a great deal more care.
3: Quarantine can be a churlish coxcomb, yes, but for the time being, he is our host.
4: It is a shame that some enemies can't be fought with swords. I mean, the, the, the plague, not uh, Quarantine.
3: All the more reason to have courage, my love. This plague will pass, but until it does, we must remain strong or we'll all succumb together, and none of us want that.
4: Indeed. I don't think even I could survive stoathood with Quarantine.
3: You have been rather evasive when it comes to Quarantine. From the way you went on about him, I would have expected you to be relishing your reunion. I honestly thought he would be happy to see us. But now, I...
4: I don't know. Why do you think that? Do you think it's because of me? I really don't know, LaFran. My love, we've been through a lot together. You don't want to hurt him. And I won't. Oh, look, isn't, uh, isn't that the Northwest Passage?
3: That darkened doorway halfway up the eastern stairs. Do any of the names in this castle make sense? No wonder you never found it before.
1: I might as well just lie here until I am inevitably stodified.
0: We can't be trapped in here forever, because someday we've got to get out and be trapped out there forever, and then after that we'll be released back into the world and be trapped in it forever, and then... Don't
1: you start brannicking. Can't you see I am already sinking into despair? Oh, God, not both of you.
0: And in the end, it doesn't matter, because we're all just trapped in our own minds anyway. And what difference does it make if we are confined to a single room or roam freely over all the world at will?
1: It's all very well for you. You're used to a quiet life. But I need to risk life and limb on a regular basis, or I'll go mad. And no offense, neither of you are likely to put me in mortal danger.
0: Give it time. But Lefran and Gurren haven't brought us any. Time,
2: Brother Brennick.
0: Oh, right. Oh, God. Oh,
3: God. That's a massive tapestry. Does it... Does it span the entire corridor?
4: Yes. Yes, it does. Perhaps we could cut out one or two of the more recent phases? Gurren. We'd have the needlewomen sew them back again.
3: Do you have any idea which ones might still be living? Not at all. They all look
4: vaguely bloody-minded, don't they?
3: A veritable pack of weasels. Don't tell him I said that.
4: Believe me, I'll claim credit for it myself. In the meantime...
1: It's decided I shall not die of fear. I shall die of ennui.
2: If we take the proper precautions, we need only remain a couple of days. Once we've found a safe place for the stoat to live, of course.
1: Days?
0: It doesn't matter. Time is a meaningless mess of minutes. We might have been in this prison for months, and we may stay till doomsday itself.
2: Brother Brennick, we have been in here three hours at most. Will you stop pacing like that, you'll wear a hole
1: through the floor. And before that, in my fine embroidered carpet.
0: What is taking them so long? They'll never find the Northwest Passage. They must be stoats. Oh no, what if all the world is stoats but us? I can't become a stoat yet. I haven't finished writing the voyage of St. Brendan to the Isle of Walruses, or or, or made a pilgrimage to Mont Saint-Michel, or brewed a proper pagan wine.
1: I still have to finish having my likeness immortalized as a tapestry patch. What is the point if I can't show it to all my friends? When all this is over, in fact, I plan to host the greatest celebration of all time. There will be feasting and dancing, and I shall insist upon the finest costumes and, oh, to be surrounded once again by splendor. And beautiful people like me.
2: Before you two get to Maudlin, I'll remind you that you still have to survive the next few hours. So it would do your lordship good to remember who he has the joy of being imprisoned with, lest his odds of survival decrease
1: sharply. You're right. Oh, woe, that I may never feast again.
2: That's really not what I was saying. What
0: if this is never over?
3: Quarantine, Brannock, Nolwyn, are you all still decent? Can't speak for our host,
2: but I am. Did you find the tapestry?
4: We found slightly too much tapestry. Uh, Quarantine, is this the right one?
1: Is what the right one?
4: This tapestry. The one I'm holding up.
1: I'm still on the other side of the door, Gurin. I thought you might look through the keyhole. You can try sliding it under the door.
3: If we had a year or so to spare, we might get it under there eventually. Honestly, Quarantan, what was your family thinking, getting a hundred yards worth of themselves embroidered onto a bolt of cloth?
1: These gigantic tapestries are the future.
3: Be that as it may, the future is making all our lives very difficult right now. So is the
0: present, in fairness. And the past isn't much better. Can you perhaps describe the figures on it?
3: Uh,
4: Yes, we could try. There's a woman at the corner closest to me. She's a lady of advanced years. uh, Hair of silver, gown of
1: gold. Never mind the clothes. What kind of look does she have in her eyes?
3: Censorious spurging to murderous.
1: That's no good. That could be any of my relatives.
3: Hang on. We'll bring the whole thing to the window. Easy does it. We'll unroll it, one lady at a time. Are you ready?
4: Ready when you are. Hmm. Is she this most prominent dame?
1: The stoat's shaking her head. She understands us.
2: Thank goodness, or this would have been an extremely futile exercise. The stoat seems to be saying that lady isn't her. Good
3: thing, too. That wizened fiend looks like a right terror. Unroll the cloth a little further. Not that
2: old fury, either.
1: How about this one? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's the matter? It's Grandmama Hecla.
4: Not the one who called me a despicably honest person.
1: Oh, yes, and that was far from the worst of it.
3: Who is Grandmama Heckla?
1: The veritable dragon who once, in my younger, more malleable years, not only banished me, but then, upon my return, forced me to gird my loins with a belt of chastity.
0: So we should definitely try an exorcism?
1: No, if anything, we need much stronger measures. Grandmama Hecla has been talking an awful lot about inheritance lately, and the last thing she said to me when the stoutification began was If you're turned into a stout, you young popinjay, all you'll get from me is an I told you so.
2: What did you do? Cast her from your doorstep and refuse her refuge?
3: Have a duel with her husband? Offer her a moldy cot to sleep on?
1: Nothing of the sort. All right, I might have put a peasant in the stocks while she was visiting, but it isn't my fault she was upset by that.
2: No, no, clearly not your fault.
3: So she wants you to, what, make amends with the peasant?
1: Quite the opposite. She was upset I let him off so lightly. She wanted me to find out which peasant was responsible for the pestilence, and then probably have them boiled in glue and stuck to the wall as a warning.
4: So why didn't you? Find the one responsible, I mean. Uh, if there is one. Not that we need to boil them in glue. Probably.
1: Really, Gurren, you can't expect me to do anything. I, I mean everything around here. Besides, Grandmama Hekla only gave me one day.
2: And how many weeks ago was that, my lord?
1: She's probably come back to turn me into a stoat for not dealing with the people more sharply. She'll think I'm letting down the family name. She's all about the family name. Just you watch. As soon as she's human again, she'll be back at my throat. Corentin, why didn't you search the village for heretics? Corentin, what were you thinking? Not going to war with the nearest lords. This is their fault. If you do nothing, everyone will assume that it's your fault. And it will be.
3: Well, perhaps you should try to find the source of the enchantment, then before your grandmama recovers and decides to take matters into her own hands. She's not the most lenient in her approach. Lenient.
4: That's a relative term.
1: Not a term applied to any of my relatives, I can tell you.
4: I expect you're probably grateful that she's now a stoat.
1: But don't say it in front of her.
2: Garante, are you covering the stoat's ears?
4: No. What are we going to do with her in the meantime?
2: Well, I imagine your esteemed Grandmama would appreciate a room of her
0: own, where she could recover in peace. Like the rest of us.
3: Indeed. Uh, Brannig, do you still want the time?
0: Yes. Let's give her time. Lots and lots of time.
1: Grandmama Hecla has now been safely conveyed to the ermine suite where she can endure her stouthood and comfort. In the meantime, Tuzen, my scribe, take note. I have learned a great deal about attending to my posteriority.
0: My lord! Could you speak a little more loudly, sir? I'm as close as I can get without tipping the ladder, but it is strangely difficult to hear you dictating from your isolation.
1: I shall be remembered as the Lord who valiantly surmounted the stoat plague of 1100, as he who is not diminished to the stature of a stoat, as he who sought out the cause of all stoatification and crushed it, thereby vanquishing the magical pestilence and restoring his lands.
2: Though I know you haven't yet accomplished that! Sir!
1: Give it time, Tuzan. Give it time.
0: Thank you for listening to quarantine in Quarantine, featuring David Lone as Quarantay, Sandra Mills as Lefren, Chris Langdon as Gurren, Julia Wilson as Nolman, and Karen murray Burquist as Brannock. This episode also featured Aaron Scothorn as Tizan, and Chris Langdon as The Stoat. The episode was written by Aaron Scothorn and Karen murray Burquist, and the music was written and performed by Sophie Rosnock. You can find us on Instagram at Quarantin quarantine in Quarantine, and the link to our coffee page is in the description below. We are also featured on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please like, subscribe, leave a review and share the love. We hasten to assure you that measures of solitude were enforced during the recording process and none of our cast
3: members were exposed to a stoke